Welcome to Mortgage Markets and More. I'm your host, Peter D'Angelo. I hope you're doing well and you're having a great start to your year. Today, we're going to be laser focused in on mortgage rates. There's a lot going on right now and some anticipation to see where things are going to go for the rest of this year. And as I mentioned before, the first few months of the year are going to be very important to us because that is really going to affect what the spring real estate market's going to look like based on an affordability standpoint. We're going to talk today a lot about the Federal Reserve Bank. So the chairman's Jerome Powell, they are currently meeting. They're in what we call a blackout period because before the Fed makes their announcement as to where the Fed fund rate is, otherwise known as the discount rate, which is a standard for lending, they don't make any comments to the public. They're strictly analyzing the information and the data and reports, particularly surrounding inflation at this time, and making their decisions appropriately. Here's the deal, and I'm going to tell you. There is a zero expectation for any movement right now on the Fed fund rate. It is currently sitting at 5.25% to 5.5%. Suffice it to say, the Fed fund rate heavily impacts lending, but it is not the end-all be-all. There's also other things to consider when it comes to what the interest rates are for you as a consumer when you're applying for a mortgage, getting a car loan, personal loan, and your credit card interest rates. So we're just going to be talking about the Fed component, which is a big piece outside of the market. There's also geopolitical things, which I mentioned on previous podcasts that can certainly affect your interest rate. However, top of mind right now is the Fed and what they're going to say. Because our expectations are sitting kind of comfortably that they're not going to really be doing very much, we're going to be laser focused in on what they say and what Jerome Powell in particular nods toward as far as where the Fed members are sitting as to where interest rates will be going moving forward for the rest of this year. Now, on the heels of the Fed making their announcement and taking questions on Wednesday afternoon this week, I will tell you the data from last week was rather favorable. So the Fed's preferred inflation gauge is the personal consumption expenditure, that's PCE, and to not overwhelm you with acronyms and whatnot, that essentially gives us a good look and a well-balanced look at what things cost for consumers. December of 2023, we saw year-over-year growth of 2.6% on the PCE. That's actually pretty great. We're trying to manage things to a 2% target. We're within striking distance now. The Fed has done a good job at trying to keep the economy stable while also tamping down inflation and getting inflation to come down after we saw it hit the record high in 2022. And they've been doing a good job and also credit to the market, which has proven to be extremely resilient throughout all of this time. Now, it's been a rocky road. If you're a real estate agent, an attorney, or most particularly a prospective home buyer, whether it's your first time or you're looking to downsize or upsize, you know that the mortgage rates have gone on a wild run over the past couple of years since the inflation data started coming out and coming in very hot. All that being said, right now, the task at hand is to understand when the Fed will likely lower their Fed fund rate, which would then provide relief to the lending environment, i.e. more affordability for prospective home buyers 
or people who need to refinance out of those mortgages that have maybe high 7% range or even an 8% handle on it. As I mentioned, the Fed fund rates at 5.25% to 5.5%. We know we've got some good inflation data. And for comparison, that 2.6% PCE figure year over year growth compared to December of 2022, which had 5.4% year over year that came in very hot, we're making serious progress right now. However, why wouldn't the Fed lower the rate right now? Rate cuts are what we call stimulating to an economy. If you paid attention and saw any of the news over the past couple of weeks, the Dow Jones Industrial Index saw a record close. That means the stock market's doing great. We're seeing the market be continual, showing continual resilience in this environment, even though it's a high rate environment. And right now, mortgage rates last week, the average was 6.69%, only a 0.06% tick up week over week from when we looked at the prior week. Affordability's gotten a lot better for every half a percent increase or decrease in the interest rate, the average 30-year mortgage rate, you've got 5 million home buyers that are either put on the sidelines again or back in the game. So this lower rate environment, I can say from my personal experience in this industry and also from other people who I respect highly who are working in different markets, there's more activity right now and quite, quite a lot more buyers out there, which is going to wind up setting the stage for what could be a chaotic spring market. And the reason why I'm bringing this up right now is very much focused on what the Fed is going to do. If the Fed drops the interest rate, stimulates an economy that's already doing very well from the standpoint of the equities market, uh, there's more people losing their jobs right now in the short term over the past 20 days or so. So we'll see if that has impacts on the jobs reports, which all of that is going to be released this week post-Fed meeting. So they're not going to have that data for their decision. So what the data is that they have right now to make their decision is what we just looked at. That PCE is a huge piece to the puzzle. There's also the consumer price index, CPI. You'll hear people talk about that a lot, but that's not the Fed's preferred gauge. I don't even think it's worth looking at at this point. We all know from the CPI what it's like to go to the grocery store. We're not seeing any relief on inflation. Key note here, inflation is an adjusted is an adjustment assessment of how much things cost in relative in time. So we're looking back a year to see growth. If things were expensive a year ago, but we're only seeing a little bit of growth right now, things are still going to be expensive. So when we see that inflation's cooling, that's great and all, but deflation is what makes prices come down. That's also not good from the standpoint of a healthy economy. Some component of inflation is a key ingredient to health. Looking at what the Fed is going to be doing here, the market had been what we call pricing in. Think of it like placing the bet. They're thinking, oh yeah, this is where things are going to go. They've been placing their bet that the Fed was definitely going to be cutting interest rates before March of 2024. Since January 1 to now, the likelihood of that happening has gone down significantly from at one point it was priced in with an 80% chance. And now we're looking at a 50-50 chance of the Fed lowering the Fed fund rate. And like I said, do they need to stimulate the economy? I think that's a better question to be asking ourselves. I know from my experience in the industry that 
if the Fed drops the rate quickly, it's going to just create chaos. Uh, there's already a healthy amount of affordability and interest in real estate. The supply side is still an issue, but with a super low rate environment, when I say super low, let's also define that. We're not talking about pre-COVID at this point. That ship has sailed. The life that we led in 20, 2008 through 2020, uh, that was a bit of a fairyland lending landscape because the Fed was highly involved in the market to stabilize the economy post-2008. They did have to raise their Fed fund rate a couple times in there, but by and large, it was an ultra-low rate environment. We are out of that now, which is a good thing. I know it's painful to the pocket in some senses, but it's a good thing. This is an indication of a healthier market, which is what we all really want to see so that we can have a business as usual, which I'm sure all of us can agree since COVID, let's get to a business as usual. Let's have a sense of normalcy established, whatever it's going to be and whatever way that's going to look. That's something that would be really helpful for all of us as we're planning our lives and planning our budgets and whatnot. Here are the circumstances that will surround lower mortgage interest rates, and it doesn't take the Fed to lower rates to do so. Wild, right? Here's, here's the deal. If the Fed just has soft language this week around rate cutting or keeping the rate environment stable for the foreseeable future, they're going to say data dependent. I promise you that. If you got a bingo card with you, data dependent will pop up quite a bit, uh, which is part of the script that they've had for the past few months as they've been watching inflation. That being said, we will see the rate environment stabilize if the Fed is saying they're holding off and they're going to continue to see what the inflation figures look like, jobs reports, job openings, labor turnover. These are the types of things they're going to be looking at. If their language is what we call hawkish, again, that's aggressive. That means we still have interest rate hikes possibly on the table if that's what it takes to get inflation to go lower. Highly unlikely, but it could be. Uh, the other end of it is if they actually make commitment, which I highly doubt, but if they do make commitment to saying, we're going to certainly be looking at lowering interest rates by this time, then it's going to create even more favorable market conditions for mortgage interest rates. However, we still need to see how the next couple of months go. We only have the month of December, which has, you know, baked into it a lot of retail sales, holiday spending, and all of those different types of seasonal expenditures are important to, to consider, even though when we compare year over year, it's comparable season. So it's kind of the same. But what we really need to focus in on is how the Fed, in particular, Jerome Powell, makes his statement this week. Wednesday's going to be a big day. It's going to be an exciting day. And then there's going to be data afterwards. Historically, how this has been going, the interest rate environment has remained somewhat stable and kind of in a holding pattern as they awaited the Fed to make their decision. In this case right now, if the Fed does nod at higher for longer, we'll see that March rate cut probability drop even lower, and we could see some higher interest rates in the short term time horizon of 30 to 45 days. 
if they are soft with their language and if Jerome Powell answers questions and his prepared statement is softer, then we could see business as usual. I think this rate environment being in the high 6% range for affordability standpoint, it's it's working enough right now. I would like to see it lower. I think from a terminal rate standpoint where things will wind up when all is said and done and inflation is back at the 2% target and we're back to normal due course of doing business, I think that maybe somewhere in the fives, low fives, if we look back uh, prior in 2019, mortgage 30-year mortgage interest rates were tickling 5%. So it only makes sense to me that we kind of pick up the ball where we left off before the pandemic and before the Fed need to get involved to stabilize the economy and all of the money that was printed that created inflation to go up so much. All that considered, we could just pick up the ball where we came where we came from back in 2019. So I think that is a realistic expectation for where things will land, but how long it will take to land there, time will only tell. We're keeping an eye on this on a weekly basis together, so I'm really excited to see how these things develop together, and hopefully it's providing you with some insight to make your decisions, and if you have any questions about these things, or in particular, I highly recommend you reach out, comment, subscribe, let me know if there's anything you want to focus in on, but for today. I think that's enough about the Fed. We're going to be waiting to see how things look on Wednesday. I may have a special episode. Stay tuned. I may want to just do a quick hop on to kind of digest what Jerome Powell shares and where interest rates immediately react. Historically, it takes about a week. It takes about a week to a week and a half for the information to be digested. And on top of that, there's lag time between when Fed Chair Jerome Powell speaks and then we get the minutes from the meeting, which kind of pull the curtain back and we get to see exactly what was said at the meeting and what the ideas and thoughts were that were shared, which could give us good insight as to when the Fed may be cutting rates. To conclude all of this, understand that the Fed does not need to lower rates. We just need the appropriate market conditions and have that for a little bit. Then when the economy may get a little bumpy, at which time the Fed would lower the interest rate for the Fed fund rate to stimulate the economy, boom, that's the time where we're going to start to see things land where, like I mentioned, somewhere in the fives, low fives would be great. I think that's a little optimistic. Uh, anything in the high 4% range, I think is extremely optimistic. That would be awesome, but I don't see a 100% likelihood of that happening. That's it for the show today. Thank you so much for listening. I truly appreciate you. If you know anyone who could benefit from this information and from the show, please share, like, subscribe, comment, reach out to me. My contact information is in the episode description if there's anything that you would like me to cover in particular. But until next time, take good care.